What's poppin', y'all? It's your man DJ Steph Floss here with episode three of Friends of the Podcast. I know you hear some like, like man, it's like calypso music in the background. It's vibey. Man. It's very, it's super very, vibey. Very, very vibey. This is actually a live podcast. Right now we're at the Soho House, Miami Beach. This is uh, a Super Bowl weekend right now, and you know, friends of the program. So I have my very, very good friend. Rodney Rakai with me. Yo, Yo, your last name was pronounced Rakai, right? Rakai, man. What is that like? Is it Spanish or is it like? It's Japanese. You're Japanese. I'm not gonna look at you. <laughs> you, do got, you do got a little Asian. Yo, what? That's no, racist. So, no. That's racist. No, no, no. That's racist. <laughs> now, now my eyes look squinty. No, no, no. <laughs> nah, up. man. Yo, honestly, so it's a moniker. It's a name that I uh, that I adopted. Um, I don't really fuck with my. Uh, my father's surname so okay. you know it's something that i that i chose for myself and it's dope it's a dope name and it's like an iteration right because you got the r you got the r it's a thing roddy rich stole my swag oh, man, he you got know, me ricky you know what i'm saying ricky uh, ricardo ricky ricardo you got uh, <laughs> richie rich you know it's a lot of it's a R's. thing it's a thing man it, it just it, it rang nicely so i just was like i'm rocking with you. but are you japanese you know, I still haven't done the DNA test. I think it's uh. So I was based like, oh God. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I feel know. like you know, I feel like black people shouldn't have to pay for DNA tests. Yo, I look so I was, <laughs> I was just telling somebody about that. So I was in Paris, uh, Fashion Week, and it was it was crazy. So you know, you meet different people overseas, or even like Toronto. Everyone knows their lineage, but like we've lost kind of our lineage yeah. in the United States because of slavery. So when people are like, "Where are you from?" I'm like, "Cleveland." Right. And they're like, "No." Yo. Where are you from? And I'm like, I, that fucks us so, up, man. Somebody told me they were like, no, you're a Nigerian. I'm like, how do you know that? They were like, cause you know a lot of English. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not French. It was like, oh, okay. But I'm like, Yo. you do look a little Yoruba or Igbo. I'm not mad. I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm diametrically opposed to like paying for someone to tell me where I come from after you stole me from there. Like right, that's right, like, yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah. You can't steal my drugs and then charge me to get them back. <laughs> like that's, that's not. We're not doing that. At some point, I might just do a family tree, man, to just figure just out. Call it a day. As, as of my. Like right now, because of my skin complexion, my big forehead, I'm gonna go with I probably am West African. Though. You might be like Senegalese or something. You know what I mean, uh, you, you look like you might, yeah, uh, Sudanese. I would just start. That's what that's what I was. Sud- yeah, Sudanese. I think you should claim when Sudanese. People ask me, I'm, I'm Sudanese. I, it works. It works. Nigerian is a little more common. I'm going Sudanese. You want to be live outside the box, yeah, right? That's, we, that's, that's what we aim to do in our day to day lives. That's what it is. <laughs> So as we continue on at Friends of the Pro, uh, Program, this is our third episode, so I mean, that was just like a little icebreaker, but I have these five icebreaker questions okay. that I begin every podcast with, not the same question, just different five questions, just to see, you know what I'm saying, what type of friends my friends really are. First question is, it was written better than Illmatic? No. Il- I mean... <laughs> no, like... No, 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 no. Why would... You know what? I just, I, I think that... There's something to be said about somebody's first album uh, telling the entirety of their life's story up to that point. Like, so Nas had 18 or 17 years of life that he incorporated into Illmatic, bro. I think it's hard to, to beat somebody for an album to be better than that in someone's catalog. Like, out the gate, 17 years of your life being reported on. There is an album that's better than that out the gate. 
and it is called reasonable doubt. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about I'm talking about in Nas's catalog oh, Nas's specifically. Catalog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not I'm not I'm not comparing it like to all time okay. rap albums, but for someone's catalog, like their first album, it usually tells the broadest of stories because it's the most amount of time you've accrued in putting it together. It's 17 years of his life, not two years that uh, went in between. But musically, which one is better? Stephanie Resley, it was a by the way, I'm yes. saying goodbye to a good friend of ours we just met. We're really um, in the she, mix over here. She has an app called Resi. It's um, a competitor of Open Table, but it's much better and it looks newer and it's wow. just very dope. So Steph, how much did you up. did you cover his tab? Because no, this did. sounds like marketing <laughs> and advertising <laughs> over here. Yeah, man. Pleasure was all right. Meanwhile, these guys over here were about to let an iguana. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Dude, if the iguana comes over here, please let me know. I'm way too close right now. All right, musically though. Well, yeah, I mean the production production gets better, right? Okay, all right so right. from a you're a, a DJ, right. right? You like sounds, like that's important to you. So yes, his production got way better. But in terms of like rapping, I don't think the rapping on it was written is better than the rapping on Illmatic. Okay, personally, best HBO series of all time. Yo, that's really tough. Uh, it's gotta go, but. I have to say The Wire just because of the way Game of Thrones ended, but Curb Your Enthusiasm oh my God. is like it's, a it's like one a, it's like one B. Yo, so what's a sub category of that question? When you hear that HBO, that's what's the first theme song you think of after that? I go straight to Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's Curb. It's well, that's one of the the better theme songs that I'm, HBO is. It's it's. I'm not gonna front. I go Sex in the City as well. I was I, I loved Sex in the City when I was growing up. Great series. Great I don't series. really refer to the theme song. I, I refer. To Great series. Uh, movies could have been better. And oh, movie Entourage. Been better. Entourage. Entourage. Oh yeah. my God, yeah. that's tough. Series. That's it's so tough. And even like you got Oz. Yo. Yo, yeah, man. That was like the first time that I saw like gay sex on TV. That like. Oz was such a ridiculous show now that I'm thinking about it. Bro, it was ahead of his time. The first thing I think about when I think of that is how to add a BC. Keep his hat on. On two. Yeah, man. Like, but seriously, that was the first time that they really showed like male body parts that I can recall on like television. And it was like prime time, <laughs> yeah. 9 p.m. Bro, on the was, Lord's Day. Yeah, bro. I, I mean, Great show, though. Great show. Better team name, Washington Wizards or the Washington Bullets? Bullets, easily. What the fuck is a wizard, bro? Oh, well, oh I know you're going to do that now. By the way, I'll tell you about his story. You'll, <laughs> you'll get to know why this is my friend and what he the does. Bullets. And DC is gentrified now. Can we switch the name back? Ted Leonses, Zach Leonses? Can we get... But you can't, but the Bullets is like, it's kind of like affiliated. Bullets? That's kind of like Yo. gunshots on the radio. There's a team called the Cleveland Indians. There's the Washington know, Redskins. Saying, like, what are we talking about here? I, I'm totally, if we're going to be offensive. I'm totally against Chief Wahoo, and I'm glad we got rid of it. Okay. And I, I, I think that was what was holding us back for a... Uh, for a um, world championship, so maybe, you know, we'll hurry up and get one soon. Okay. On an airplane, which armrest is yours? All of them. <laughs> Yo, if I beat you to the punch, I'm securing my spot with my elbow, and you gotta just deal with it. Even if you're in the middle seat, and I'm on the aisle of the window, fam, I'm claiming the armrest, fam. I'm claiming the armrest. If, you're, if you have a window seat, you kinda just have to go with your head is on the, on the right, yeah, 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 okay. Or the right or the left or whatever. But Steph, can we be honest? Yeah. We usually fly first class. <laughs> we usually... It's all, it's all right. Our, our seats are usually flat. It's all right, it's all right. <laughs> Yo, this is a serious question, and it's, it's a great question because of where we're sitting right now. Right. 
And I, this is something, I'll tell you why. Do you whisper white people? No. When there are white people around and you're no, talking no, no, about no, white no, people. No, 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 no. And I think it's weird when black people whisper I it. black I people. I, no, look, look, I know, look, I know, look, look. Yo. No, but no, seriously, guys, this is this is the thing. I hate when I hate when either race whispers black or white because it's like it's not a bad word. You can't Bro, you don't have to say you don't have to whisper. It's bad so people. it's you know what I you know what I really hate. By the way, when, these guys are white next to us right now. When someone is about to let a iguana just crawl over his Super wild. When someone is trying to describe somebody, right? And they're like, no, they had the green sweater on. Like, yo, use the most obvious thing. Yeah, Say yeah, it was the, the black, black guy. guy. Man, just, he's the only one in the room. There's 19 guys with a green shirt on. Just say the black one. Just say the black guy. It's okay, man. You can say black, white people. All right, so let's get right to it, man. Once again, my guy, Rodney Rakai. Now, listen, we're going to get into, you know, what you do for a living yeah. and why you're famous and all of this. But there's <laughs> something I really want you to delve into. I hear you say this a million times. Oh, Twitter, we've talked about it. Yo, what is the problem? Why is it so hard to date in Los Angeles, California, man? Yo. What is the problem? So there's a there's a couple of different issues in Los Angeles that make it hard to date. One, everyone who moves to Los Angeles, uh, we move there to pursue our passions. Uh, we have hopes of grandeur and so it's really hard to give someone the energy that it, it requires to really build a foundation for a relationship at the same time socially like LA is so nuanced and if you got to LA late everyone has fucked everyone already and so now you're trying to figure out who has fucked your friends the least the least because, <laughs> because guess what you're not gonna find anybody who hasn't yeah everyone's been it. touched yeah everyone's, everyone's been, been sullied for sure. So it's, yeah, like that's just that's, that's what it is. So you gotta just figure out who do you really connect with, and then like people have to have to live with the with false bravados. You gotta get through that. Like women have to be protective because in 2020, men a lot some men are still creeps out here. Right, right, right. So I understand women being protective um, and preventative of from from encountering fucked up niggas. I get all of it, man. Right. Um, and then at the same time, women have adopted uh, traditional antiquated masculine ways of operating within dating. Basically, true. women in LA have became niggas. <laughs> so you live in LA now, but you are from, shout out to Chief Keith, you are from yo, Jersey. Yo, yo, so funny. yo nobody's blowing Jersey up, look, son. Look, nobody's doing We were in the club last night, <laughs> Benito came on. One part where he said, Chief Keith, we gonna go and blow the Jersey up. I hadn't rapped the whole song, I just happened to rap that. He got so mad. <laughs> so yo, give us a little of your uh, Jersey background. Yeah, you were yeah. born there, high school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm born and raised in Jersey. I grew up in duality. So I grew up in a town called South Orange and a town called Irvington. My parents divorced when I was three. Orange, I think I was just in Orange. It's like. It's, it's not too far from um, the airport, right? It's not too far from, from North, none of it. Irvington and South Orange are like, they, okay. they border. So it's, okay. it's, it's really like, they're really back to back, but they're very different. So in South Orange, um, I got to go to the same high school as Lauren Hill, Ro Timmy, SZA, oh, um, oh, uh, L'Oreal, who has, who's on radio now Shout in out DC. To my girl, yeah, man. So like, those are people that I that I grew up with and around. I was actually Ro Timmy's high school basketball coach. On the flip side, my father lived in Irvington. Um, that's the hood, right? Like, that's just, so I had to grow up speaking in two tongues. Um, for whatever reason, I tended to gravitate towards uh, being in Irvington more so than South Orange. Uh, and it wired me for, for these journey, this journey that I've been on, man. Like, it made me super tough, super tough-minded. I'm comfortable amongst the snakes and the wolves, but also I can speak the king's English. Right. So, um, yeah, that's my experience in Jersey. Yo. I was, it, was, it was a good time, great place to grow up. Couldn't be grown there though. So high school and all of that. What college was that in Jersey or? Nah, North Carolina A and T State University. Okay. Aggie Pride, you know about it. Is that is that an HBCU or no? Yeah, it's an HBCU. I, mean, I don't know. I, you Yo, know, I, come on, yo, Steph. Yo, what, what was just going on with with, with uh, North Carolina A and T? Like last year was 
it was all on Twitter or something for some reason. Jiho. Yeah, we what have is the that, we have What's the that? greatest homecoming on earth. Okay. Like bar none, we have the greatest homecoming Says on earth. Who? Yo, you should come this year. Yo, I promise you. Why is it? The, because all right, so there's. But there's, why? Why am I just hearing about G Ho last year and I haven't heard of? Well, you didn't know that AMC was an HBCU and it's been <laughs> open since 1891. So, like, I don't expect you to know everything about North Carolina A and T. Yo, so all right, there's really only one other homecoming, maybe two other homecoming: Spellhouse, uh, Spellman, and Morehouse homecoming, and Howard's homecoming that you can really Howard, yeah. that you can put into the into the best black college homecoming. A and T's is better than both of those. Because it's not predicated on celebrity. It's genuinely built off of love. Um, anybody. Oh, that's what happened. Sorry, speaking of celebrity, that's what happened. Somebody was supposed to perform, and then somebody said something about said performer, then they got mad. K Camp. Was that? Was that? Um, I didn't hear anything about that. Was I didn't. That, I'm legit. I didn't hear no, anything about you that. You didn't? Nah. It was something like he was supposed to perform there, and I guess the population, whoever, it, it was probably just one person tweeting, and they said they weren't too, basically, they weren't too. Enthused with K Camp uh, performing, and then he snapped back, and it was it was a whole thing. But yeah, that was your college for sure. But I don't, I, I never heard about this, but I'm not really plugged into like what's going on on the concert side until they let me host it. But that's why they're the best homecoming. Yeah, man. It, has, it doesn't have to have celebrity. To it pop it incorporates everybody. Like you legit have a good time. It, complete strangers are sharing alcohol together. Um, it's just it's just energy, man. It's in Greensboro, North Carolina. So to have fifty thousand people go to Greensboro, North Carolina, you know niggas is going there to have a good time. <laughs> people are always gonna go to D.C. So Howard's homecoming, like you're gonna get that. You're gonna get that foot traffic. Atlanta, same thing. Our shit. People are migrating to Greensboro, North Carolina, of all places, specifically for this one event. That's crazy. So you went to school there. Did you graduate from there? No, or? I dropped out. I dropped out my senior year. I moved to Atlanta. I lived in Atlanta for two years. Yo, why do people drop out of college in their senior year? What what happened? All right. Tell me what happened, so, if yo, you don't mind. For sure. So I've never been a great student, right? Like, I'm surprised I got into college, if I can be fully <laughs> transparent. I still don't know how. Um, but I went. In my first year, I was very involved. Student Government Association made the dean's list. And I had somebody very close to me die my sophomore year. Um, and that kind of threw me off track a little bit. And from there, it was like a downward spiral. My parents stopped helping me out, and I was signing for loans. And at a point, like, my credit got bad, and they wouldn't let me sign for a loan. And so I was kind of just asked out, man, and, uh, and I had to make a decision. I always knew I would work in entertainment. Right. And at that point, I had felt like my relationships that I made were strong enough where they would help me in the career that I was, I was choosing, ultimately. And so I was good. Like, I wasn't really... So you decided to go down to Atlanta for what? I, I said I was going to do music. What were you about to rap? Nah, but oh, I, I sing. My mom is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like I'm, like music Shout is out in my. To Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, yeah that's a fact. Not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. My mom is in a group in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What's the group? Sherelle's. The Sherelle's. Your mom is not in the Sherelle's. Come on, man. man Dog. You gonna lie to me right now? What are you? Everyone know. I thought everyone know. You don't know that? I thought you were Japanese. Yo, this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so your mom's so there's a Japanese singer in the yo you wildin' right now yo respect my mother no. yo yo respect <laughs> my mom's beat respect no, she's it. in the charade yeah I saw your picture right now that is crazy so you were gonna so yeah I said I was gonna do music like that was that's yo, that's crazy that's His how I started so I so actually I got into college because I applied directly to the School of Arts of North Carolina A&T. So okay. there's a backdoor entry into college sometimes, pause if necessary, where you can apply directly to a school, and if that if that school, not college, not university, but right. the school, school within, yeah, if they accept you, they'll talk to general admission, and general admission will say, all right, well, based on the recommendation from this particular school, we'll admit him. Wild. So I applied to the School of Arts, and I had to sing Donnell Jones where I want to be. I had to record a demo, I sent oh. it in, 
And they were like, oh, this nigga's nice. We need him here. I'm going to be honest. Yo, you, you don't got be... to right now. You got to. Sweet little dee 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 Yo, he's This right is not, I got a little cold right now. I'm a little congested. It's been a while. <laughs> Yo, but that was how I got in the college. Oh, you ain't finished? Hold on, wait. I don't mean to hurt you. That's it. That's all you want to get right now. Cause we pull side and side. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to think I'm singing to you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah I know, right? Me, I, I totally understand. So you were down there. <laughs> yes, I'm music. Yeah. Um, then I had friends down there. Shout out to every uh, all my hit squad brothers. Um, you know, Corey and they were throwing parties down there, and they were like, "Yo, come down, help us out." So I did that. Uh, one of my really close family members was down there. So I went. Then I got lost in the sauce. Had me doing goofy shit. You know, not them, but just my myself, robbing, stealing, and, and not living righteously. That and can happen in the end. Yeah, then I got somebody pregnant, and then it was like time to pack it on up. <laughs> pack it on up, get up on out of here. So I left, and I moved back to Jersey, and I got a job at Verizon selling Fios packages. Yo, so your story is crazy with, um, with Verizon. I, I saw the um, I saw your post, and um, that's actually a great segue to what I wanted to talk to you about. Now, I saw your post about how you had the job at Verizon, and then not too not too long ago you were actually hosting an event yeah um, essence fest essence fest and a verizon event so it's yeah. like it kind of went full, full circle, circle man working probably at a at a brick and mortar probably yeah and, in a call center yeah. legit in a call center taking calls and i did that for two years we got laid off but man like when i got the offer from verizon to be a verizon brand ambassador for for like two years it was surreal to me you That's know what crazy. i mean like i used to be a part of the of the workers union of, you right. know, i was a cwa like wow. union member and then to go from that to to interviewing like Maxwell behind stage on right. behalf of, of Verizon was just like, like my old co-workers were like, yo, this is crazy. And I was just like, yo, this is super wild. You never so know where life's going to go. that your first hosting no. um, gig? So if you guys don't know, my friend Rodney is an amazing host. He does a, a lot of things, but actually how we got familiar with each other was um, a few years ago, uh, All-Star, All-Star Weekend Toronto? in Toronto. Yeah. Um, there was a Nike event. Don't say the second T, man, Toronto. Uh, Toronto. It's Toronto, man. Shout out to the sick. <laughs> but I was, I was actually, it was a Nike event. I was DJing, and um, he was hosting. It was Brian's signature. We released his, his his shoe, his All Star shoe. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember um, I've been being up on the perch, and I was watching you host. You did an amazing job. Thank you. So man. that was our first um, interaction with one another. So. Back to the question with Verizon, was that your first hosting? Nah, man. So how I got into hosting, um, I used to, to own and operate and curate my own traveling artistic series called The Heart Gallery. And it was really dope. Like, I would pay out of pocket uh, for, like, Bilal to come, Bridget Kelly, Jesse Boygans III, people who's, like, uh, Ari Lennox, people whose musical acumen I respected at the time. And this is, like... You started this when? When you went this, to Atlanta or when, when you I, came When back? I moved back home. Okay. So this is, like, 2009 was our first... 2008, 2009 was the first year that we did it. And we did it for four years, man. And it turned into a huge movement in New Jersey, D.C., and New York. And so in addition to curating it, I hosted it as well. And then serendipitously, man, somebody came in one day and was like, yo, you're a dope host. I have a friend up at BET. They're looking for new hosts for 106 and Park. And so, like, the event was Sunday. They hit me on Monday. BET called me on Wednesday. I did some screen tests. I wound up hosting 106 and Park for, like, off and on for, like, a month and a half. So you were part of that that wave when it was, like, the um, search. Yeah, the search. uh, No, no, no. That was Terrence. That was Terrence. Terrence No, no. I was after Terrence. So the search is when... Bow Wow. It was Shorty the Prince. Oh, uh, uh, Shorty from Paisian. Toronto. Uh, no, 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 no. He's yeah, from, it, no, he's from St. Louis. No, but there was a yeah. Shout out to oh Kayla. Keisha Shantae. Keisha Shantae. Yeah, from yeah, 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 yeah. So, but shout before, out to Shorty the Prince. Now he's on with L'Oreal. Now he's, he is. He, that's what's crazy. Jordan yep, now. Which yeah. is crazy. He well, got your dreads. He, he, he took does, your dreads. He's still. He ain't still. That's that's a good person right there. Man. I got <laughs> no, endless love for him. So actually, Shorty the Prince. We um he was in Cleveland for a while. Yeah, and Paisian. Yeah, both of them. 
Shout out to my family. We were on air yeah, uh, with each other for a while, man. I'm happy to see both of them doing well. But so you were part of that search. Yeah. So after I, the Terrence, I, after yeah. so I, I hosted. I hosted with all of them. I was a finalist, and they ended up choosing Bow Wow over me because he was Mr. 106 in Park. Right, right. And then um, so from there, I had a show on the CW Network with Big Tigger. Then I had a show on Music Choice. Then I became the host of the Wizards, Nike, Jordan, Brand Ambassador, all of those different things. The show on Revolt. I don't know. Sometimes I forget like the shit that I have done. And that's not arrogant. It's just it's Yo, been a so long journey. How did the Wizards get come about? Because before for the longest, I thought you were from DC. DC. Yeah, I thought you were from DC. Like so, you give this DC aura, and I, give, I you know I could kind of tell you went to an HBCU. <laughs> I, 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 I just didn't know, and I would figure it would have been like Howard. 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 Yeah, A and is not known for having people that work in the entertainment industry. We're slowly but surely changing that. Um, with like, obviously Terrence J. Right. Um, but. I got the job with the Wizards because Tigger was the host of the Washington Wizards, and I had the show with the C- yeah. So I had the show with him on the CW network, and when he left DC to go to Atlanta, the job opened up. So, I so already, he was the host and the DJ, or he was yeah. So he did oh, wow. both. Wow. So he was he would be the guy on the court and stuff like that. And um, when he left, the job was open. They didn't fill it for that year. The next year, I had the relationship. Um, I knew somebody who worked in there, and then they saw me on his show, and it was just like a whole—it's just synergy, man. Synergy and, and God's timing. And you must have did a good job there because I saw that they like gave you like a jersey. They had a retirement. A, a retirement. Yeah, they gave you a retirement jersey. So was that retirement when you were like, "I'm out of here and I'm moving to LA"? Yeah. So my last season with the Wizards, I was actually living in LA. So I was flying cross country two and three times a week. Speaking of flying cross country, this guy does something so ridiculous. Excuse me, sir. Can I can I get a picante? Right now, give me a second. Let me call something. Okay, fancy, thank you. Fancy a picante. Oh, man, listen, okay. I, no, I ordered right. one an hour ago, and I haven't got I didn't even really want to even do that on the podcast, but I wanted it. Okay. But Mad this, sponsorship dollars giving away right now. Fucking <laughs> 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 mad shit. <laughs> yo, but, uh, yo, this guy flies from L.A. to New York for haircuts. Yo, just find a barber in Yo, LA, hold on. Man. Don't do that. Don't Listen, it's twofold. Yes. This is the only monogamous relationship that I have mastered, all right? I do not cheat on my barber. But at the same time, my son lives in New York. I got to go see my son at least once every three weeks. So it makes sense that I keep my barber, also see my son, and I'm knocking down mad birds with the one stone. That's it. I'm being efficient, bro. At the same time, not risking losing my hair i, I feel because you know at this age one oh, one, no, bad yeah, cut, one bad cut one bad cut it's, it's, that's it that's why i decided i said you know what? i'm just gonna grow mine out man I'm that's out smart here with the dope boy right now yeah yeah, hair. yeah. I mean, you know they say the are you are you curl. getting dressed because you look i don't know what i'm doing with it because you looking matted i know <laughs> <laughs> need some juices and berries up in that better holla at, anyway. at your single ease people <laughs> get the moisture <laughs> <laughs> I, anyway, so your last your last year with the Wizards, you were traveling back and forth. Yeah, to LA. so um, yeah, you I was traveling back and forth to LA. Can it was uh, it was aggressive, but it was a good time, you man. Order, I had to show the universe that I was willing. You good, man? I can order drinks. Oh hell, okay. Oh, I got a picante, picante. Yeah, thank you. What's a picante? Just for the, for those who are broke. Hey, I, what, let's continue on All with right. this, man. So yeah, I was flying back and forth. back and forth for haircuts. Talking about it know, wasn't haircuts. It was also to see my son. Okay. All right, I'm multitasking. Don't, yo, don't do that. Don't paint that picture <laughs> of me. And whatever. Anyway, so yeah, I did that, and it was um, it was just time to transition out of DC. I felt like I hit a glass ceiling, ceiling in New York. I had hosted everything that you could possibly host on the East Coast, 
and I felt like the walls were closing in around me. I needed new energy, so I packed it up, moved to LA, and that's when the journey, the new journey, began. So at that point, at that point, you decided hosting is what I want to do. No, acting, acting and writing is why okay. I moved to LA. Okay. Uh, I always thought that the hosting thing would give me a platform to transition easier into acting. Okay. Uh, it never quite materialized like that. And to be in the game, you have to be around the game. Right. So uh, you know, like that's that's why I had to move to LA, and then other things just started coming into my lap. Pause. Uh, that right, sounds right. crazy. No, 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 but, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, then I became the account manager for Hennessy. I got the TV show on Revolt. I have the new show with Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, so I'm still doing the hosting thing, but at the same time, I'm taking acting classes. Um, I have an agent for my acting. I, I'm, I'm submitting my writing. Like, it's a lot that people don't see that goes into the hustle that I get rejected a lot. I love that a about lot. you, man. You do a lot of things, and people know you for a lot of different things. So with the Hennessy... Did they reach out to you or did you reach out to them? Did you see that there's a platform in that? No, they reached, they reached out to me, man. Um, so I was up for the job in D.C. like like two, three years before I got the job. I didn't I didn't get it. Um, and then when I moved to L.A., the position was open. They reached out to me and said, hey, we saw you transition to L.A. We think you'd still be good for the role. You know, what do you think about it? And, uh, yeah, that's a hard job to pass up, man, because it just gives you keys to the city. Like, it's it opens up doors, bro. Shout out to Avion Tequila. Yeah, I mean, I mean whoever I, you work with, well, listen, we have, we have good partnerships with brands. It doesn't mean that we can't be friends and support each, each other and what we right. do. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, someday these brands will get rid of us, but these friendships uh, will remain. Well, right. And it's, it's so crazy because I, I talk about the opportunities that are with these brands for us to do events, for us to curate events, and for us to just make dope stuff happen, especially yeah. like for one another. One of the things that you've been talking about recently is um, building and, you know, uplifting and doing dope stuff with your friends yeah, and man. quote unquote family, as opposed to just any random person that wants you to yeah. just, yo, can I have some money for my event? I think that's amazing. So what kind of freedom do you have with Hennessy and your events, man, I have I have a lot of um, I can I can operate with a lot of discretion. I have uh, there's a word I'm looking for. I can't even think of it right now. Um, but I'm I'm good, man. They allow me to pick and choose the events that I want to be a part of. I, I realized in my first year working for Hennessy that a lot of the things that I was doing were very transactional. And once an event was over, I didn't hear from these people, people again. Right. And then at the same time, you leave yourself vulnerable to craziness when you don't when you can't account for someone's mental stability. So I would right. do things, with, I would do an event, somebody would start spazzing out, and it would make me look crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, because right. I'm representing the brand, and I don't know this person. And you're like, I don't really even know this person. Yeah, yeah I don't, like, so why am I, why am I leaving myself right. vulnerable in my job, how I feed my, myself and my son, vulnerable to somebody else's craziness? Right. Like, that's nuts. So let me insulate myself, only move and operate with people who I, I trust, have an affinity for, or who come with a strong recommendation. Right. And that way, it kind of, it's like dating. I date through recommendations. Right, I don't right, like right. meeting complete strangers right. and like building. I need to know that we have a mutual friend who can say, nah, 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 let me speak to this part this part of this person's character. Like, they're not a nut. Let me ask you about that. Side note, how do you feel about that? Because, you know, growing up, you know, guys dating women or whatever, you're like, you always have to be like, yo, should I ask somebody about her or I don't want to know? No, nah, give me the tea. I think it's always important to ask Give me the somebody. tea. Like, give me the tea. Let me know let what's me up. Come in. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like it's called it's called doing your due diligence. Like, you know, I don't I want. Think, I say put it in the other person's hands to what information they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To give. You. And here's the difference. I feel like when men do it, we we're still able to interact with the woman and not like completely categorize her. Unless somebody right, right. was like, yo, she done smashed him, 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 right, right, and he right. got like legit 
whole facts that says it's crazy. Like right, right, right. her rap sheet is crazy. But women, a lot of times, they hear things about men and they take it to heart right. and they don't allow a man the space to like prove that he is or is <laughs> right, not right, what other people have said he right, is. Right, right. Because a lot of times it's like, I had a bad interaction with her. You're not her. So why right. are you judging me based on my interaction with her? It doesn't make any sense, yo. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, bro, I hate but, that shit. Um, speaking to those events, what you just did with Dallas that was, was smart. amazing. Yo, A&R um, the decade right there, a, man. A tribute to, so you're, you're doing these dinners where you tribute your friends. Yeah. Um, host dinners and basically, you know, shine light on them for their amazing accomplishments in whatever field sure. that they're doing. Dallas has been doing it for a year, uh, years. Um, Amazing AR, uh, Meek Mill, uh, Nipsey Hussle, Rich, Nipsey Hussle, Wale, Wale, like everybody, and like I, like it was. Why being Corday? Right. Like it's whew. great that you were able to give him his flowers. Um, you know why he's still here with us and with the platform like that. Now that was an amazing event. What has been your most memorable event that you've curated thus far? With, I did an event. I can tell you off rip. I did you an already, event with you. Were for that. Yo, Gladys Knight, bro. I did what? Gladys Gladys Knight's 75th birthday party oh, last yeah. year. Well, did that have something to do with your mother? My mom came. My mom performed. So like now it makes sense. See, she's part of the show. Ah. See, yeah. So and that was like a dinner and a jam session. So we had a live band. We had Gladys Knight performing. Um, I can't even remember who. Like it was like one How of did those. That come about like relationships. Somebody was just like Gladys Knight said she wanted to get it on for their thirty. No, so you know you 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 build relationships with people. People hear about. Um, about what you're doing They want to figure out Again how to have the brand Incorporated So I met this guy Named Rafi um, We struck up a, kin a kindredship And um, one day he was like Yo I'm, I'm about to do Gladys Knight's 75th birthday party Do you think the brand Will want to get involved And I was like I don't know if the brand does But I do Like that's That's a fucking icon bro Like and if you have The opportunity to To as we can see with Kobe's recent passing, like if we have the chance to recognize a legend, bro, in right. real time while they're still here, here breathing, and we as fans of them can give them our love, um, our respect, and a moment that they can say like they were celebrated by us, why would we not do that? That is very true. So, so that, that was, was her birthday. So where was it? Was it New York or was it? No, LA? I was in LA. It was in LA at this jazz club uh, called Vibrato. Super low key spot. Nobody knows about, but fire. Nice jazz club, like. Just, just some upscale adult shit that, like, if you go to on a, on like a second or third date, not a first date, right. second or third date, you definitely Why not a first date. Why not just throw it all in? High, no, sometimes you, you see, got, but you set the bar. I'm done. But I am way. done setting the bar high. Let, like pizza shit. Let's see. But look, the you thing is, you sometimes you gotta set the bar high. No, no, then you're no. obligated. Yo, so I never, I always no. want to set realistic Do you expectations. You gotta set the bar high off top, or? I used to. You used to no, 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 it doesn't make sense, bro. The financial commitment out the gate is is, is yeah. dumb. And all the time, but no way, bro. This is how I feel. If I like Prime One Twelve, I'm gonna eat there anyway. I might as well. If you want to come eat, you could come with me. I, that's why I'm gonna go anyway. Nah, man. Nah, man. No, I'm not doing that. But I'm. But you will. You will do that. Yes, I'm saying I'm gonna go eat there anyway. So don't get me in trouble. So why you? So why you doubling your bill? I have. I'm, yeah, I'm you're obligated good. to double my bill anyway okay. at this point Say less. Say less. Say a lot less. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I'm just saying, man, like when you said it, I can't sustain that. It's like I don't want to talk on the phone I all day. I got my Picanti, by the way. So out the rip, I'm not going to start calling you every day. It doesn't, I, it's a, I cannot sustain that level of consistency on the phone, bro. So I'm, I'm going to let you know off rip, hey, listen, we can talk on the phone once every two or three days. I'm not a phone boner. By the way, this has gone from Gladys Knight's birthday party <laughs> back to his 
It's a relationship. It transitions. <laughs> it transitions up. We're great. Are we using the counter? Uh, do you need it? It's kind of cool. Can we, yeah, can we wait for a sec because we're doing something? All right. Thank you Thanks, so much. Man. He looks like uh, Shaggy from uh, Scooby-Doo. Yeah, he definitely looks just like Shaggy. He definitely looks just like Shaggy. You said it, not me. So her birthday party, you set that up with your mom, or was it mom? No, 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 no. I, I was doing it. I was doing the event, and, um, you know, obviously my mom is a musician, and so I wanted her to, to be a part of the experience just to see what I do for a living. Oh, no. And then I spoke uh, to the band, and I was like, hey, guys, I know it's a jam session, and, you know, my mom actually knew the drummer. She she was, oh, wow. she was, he was her like musical director uh, for this show that she has out in Vegas called It's a It's a Man's World. But, and so like she was like, yo, Shirley wants to sing, like for sure, come on up here, and like, and she jammed out, man. It was it was a dope experience. Oh, that's amazing, man. So why do you think it's so important to celebrate your friends? Again, like friends and family, I, you or know, friends slash family. Sometimes we we don't really. Sometimes we forget just how amazing the people that we're so close to are. Right. Right? Like, you know it, just having a relationship right. with Ron. You know, you can you know his greatness every day because it's talked about right. on national television and national media day in and day out. Right. But some of our friends who are lesser known but who are also great in their own right, they never get recognition. Right, and they're they're waiting for someone to recognize. I'm not gonna ask us for it right, right, because right. they're our genuine friends, and they don't want to seem corny. So it's my it's our job to champion our friends, our circle, like. We champion so much bullshit, right. and I'm tired of it, bro. Like, I want to make sure that my friends win because if my friends win, I win ultimately. There might be a day where I, trust. I get, I get, I become like less financially, less financially stable, right? And I might have to rely on a friend. friend right. So why am I not championing them so that they can be in a position down the line to help themselves out and also potentially me and my family? Like, that's goofy. That's crazy, yo. Speaking of friends, I'm like, you know, we're all on Twitter and everything. It's a lot of stuff, man, that I see with a lot of people's different relationships that I had no, no idea. idea. Like, yeah. you were one day I got draped off in a black hole of you, and I forget maybe it was Corey towns or somebody else but everybody was like three or four y'all talking about how each of y'all used to spend a night on each other's couches or when i was like bro like yeah like shit like that like this uh, i'm not the guy i don't roll in with pack right right i'm always like a lone wolf like anytime people see me i'm, I'm pretty much solo Which, by um, the way shout out to Kaz. he's like super man w that's w my guy e. yeah he's, he's in miami right now i yeah. just saw yeah he just he just landed he's hosting something for uh well we want no more sponsorship shout right, outs right, we're not yeah, gonna yeah, do that but he's doing an he's amazing working. job he's with working. the wrestling community man, man like, it's crazy it's, it's it's amazing wrestling and sports Kaz is right. gonna be uh he's gonna be a he already is a star but he'll start to be nick's trash but he does a good job Job, yeah, done. yeah, he's gonna he's Trash gonna become a wealthy man just because his spirit is so bright. But there have been times like me and Low Key, for instance, like super broke, starting out around the same time, hosting, uh, coming out to LA, had no money in our pockets, but like we're making sure that each other had food at the very least. Right. Kaz used to come out to LA when I first moved, and his situation wasn't super solid like it is right now. Yo, bro, stay on the couch, right. like shit like that, man. Like these are there's there's so many stories that we have amongst the circle that the world doesn't know that probably like in 20 years 30 years you know when we're having we're having our own like rock nation brunch right, right, it'll right. be something different it'll be called something different then but like we'll have these stories to tell and these are true relationships that are formed and forged through trying times not just because we all are popping right you know what i'm saying like and i i love having that connection with with those brothers and sisters by the way you just definitely did the uh the um you just definitely did the D Wade Kobe Bryant. I love it. 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 <laughs> so basically, you're the Hennessy guy. Like, oh, I'll I'll fuck I fuck you up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> rip. Hey, I'm rip. Yo, how much did you hate that? 
It's so reductive, man. Oh it's so reductive. God. Like I've done all of this shit, man. I've hosted. I've had TV shows uh, on all kinds of networks. I host Broccoli City Festival. Fest. It's the largest. So ex- explain that to me because when that first started, I really wasn't too familiar with it. Yeah. But it's it's kind of like a. It's ballooned. Like. It's, so what exactly, and why so, Broccoli City? Is that a nickname for DC? No, no, no. So Broccoli City is a, is a collection of young black men who went to HBCUs. Uh, some of which you guys get married. Went to A and T. Stuff is mad random. So. Well, it is Miami. It is Miami. It is Miami. Miami. Go to the beach. They had cleaners clothes. Oh, this guy here. So, um, <laughs> damn, what you asked me? Dang, what? Uh, what you? Hennessy guy. No, no, it wasn't. It was. What did I ask you? What'd you ask me, son? See? He needs some geek over Hennessy guy. What did I? That is crazy. That's crazy, son. See? You over here blurring shit out. I was ready to go, too. I know. You were, you're doing a great job. It was job. like an important question, too. It was very... It was like an interview-defining question. Damn. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What was... It was a Hennessy guy and... Hosting... Yo, this is crazy. Yeah, I don't remember, son. I might have to rewind and see and then punch this in. No, no, hold on, no. Hold on, guys. We got to figure this thing. Hold on. You were on the road, and I just had to mess it up by asking the guys about What you? What the fuck did you just ask me? That's sad, yo. Hennessy. I said, you're Hennessy. You don't like me. Caught the Hennessy guy. And yeah, that was it. No, but there was something else after that. No, but that was it. That was the essence, and I was about to touch on that. Oh, okay. So it's super reductive when people come. See, we got it back. <laughs> when people compartmentalize you based on where they met you at, right? And try to erase your whole history of what you've done. People like, call me DJ, like just DJ. Just, just I'm DJ. Like, yo, my name is Steph. Yo, like, when I was people be like, yo, DJ, yo, don't do that. You worked in you work in an arena, right? Yeah, yeah. So like people be like, yo, hype man. Y'all don't fucking yo. call me no hype man, bro. <laughs> I smack this shit out you, boy. I'm. I'm not that. And and what's also fucked up is people see us always smiling. Right, right. And so they don't they forget think, we got history. Yeah, yeah, like yo, we not they, they it's not it's soft. Yeah, it's yeah, not soft it's out here yeah, yeah, because yeah. you see me in this role. Please don't think that. So I, I gotta ham it up for the Jumbotron guys. Yo, like I that's got, that's, that's it, man. That's part of my job. One one time somebody pulled a t- I had a t-shirt that was given away in my pocket. Yeah. Somebody reached in my pocket oh, and took the that. t-shirt. Oh, don't do that. I yoked this man up so quick. <laughs> Security had to come and like get I was like, bro, like what the what do you what the fuck is your problem, bro? But I fight against that so adamantly because I just feel like I'm so much more than that. And right. I never want to be reduced, man. I bust my ass to get where I'm at. Um, my history is very important to me. Right. I know where I ultimately want to become. I'm not going to allow you to reduce me to what you think it is that it is. I do. Right, I'm, right. I'm never going to allow that to be the case. You know what it is? Also, on the, on the flip side of that, what I've got more comfortable with, um, uh, and it probably comes with success, it probably comes with money, it probably comes with notoriety. Oh, you rich, rich. But, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, I used to Lady be kind of, jugs. like, come on, man. We had so <laughs> she had the biggins. <laughs> but yo, I used to be kind of like I'll say it like I've never really talked about it. I'd be like not embarrassed, but people would be like I'll be in like wild environments with with upper echelon of people and yeah. this, this this and they're like, oh, what do you do? And you know there was a, there was a time where me saying like I DJ was kind of like I would like more or less whisper it. I see but, somebody right now who has me blocked. Hey Chase. You got him blocked? <laughs> Let's talk about it. Hold on. Yes. Yo, she has I, you blocked? I went to go text her the other day. Oh, let me finish this point before Sorry. she comes over. Yeah, but now I'm very comfortable when people are like, yo, what do you do? I DJ. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, 
it is what it is. Right. And that's and and I'm able to you know. That's fair. I, yeah. That's fair. But see, I have the I have a problem because my brand is a little bit scattered. Yeah, no, but that's that's different than that. Yeah, they, yeah. They'll call you the Hennessy guy, but like yeah, I don't. I'm movie, just saying. Right? I used to be like a little keep it inside, it's but now it's like that's what I do, and it is what it is. Yes, we are podcasting. Let's talk about Chase. Oh, actually, no, we, you are. we need to, let's not say she her said, name. Uh-huh. Uh, well, You're hey. supposed to be my friend. Can I ask why you blocked me? You have them blocked? On text? Oh, I thought it was on social media. No, she, I, I went to text you the other day. I wanted to say, hey, and check up on you. Well, maybe she didn't pay her phone bill. Maybe you're putting a woman in a, maybe her phone is Hold off. on, hold on. We, let's find out right now. Real time. Oh, no, I'm not blocked. Oh, yeah. I'm not why blocked. I you? take it all back. But she's my, like, my neighbor. She's the homie. Chase is amazing. You're from um, LA? No, she's from New York by way of LA. Okay. Uh, so you went the opposite way he did. You went. She lives in LA. Oh, so New York by, uh, by yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Chase, is, she's super amazing. I thought you blocked me, bro. My feelings were hurt. I was like, she's supposed to be my friend. Yo, he saw you. You never responded to my last text. Oh, wow. Yeah. He didn't respond to your last text? Exactly. Why did you not respond to her last text? During Grammy week when it's super busy, oh, sometimes. You, you were oh you were you were church you were trying to get into the event. Is that what you were No, doing? she's not that girl. No, I'm she's not <laughs> anyway, I'm just playing I'm Steph, by the way. Not a but I never took these during Grammy week. Okay. We'll we'll discuss we'll, we'll discuss when there aren't microphones. But yeah. yeah. So let me finish talking to the Hennessy guy over here. Hey son. So as far right, as Abby uh, on, man. Future, future hosting, future writing. I thought you were saying I look like future. I was no, about to say. I'm not saying. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. People say that. I thought people, it was nobody ever told you you look like future. I swear to God on my life, that is a constant reference that people say that I, I resemble. Does not look Japanese. Yeah, that's so racist. Bro. <laughs> that's so racist. He actually, he always uh, wears shades. When he takes them off, his eyes are a little squinted. Uh, he might be high, yo, but they are a little close. He's a, he's a, my man over there said, "Yo, what's your guys' name?" I'm Steph. Robbie. 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 David. 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 Pleasure. Pleasure. Yeah. Are you from London? No, here. And you, you're, but your main house just happens to be London. That's so. That's he's like over there doing work. Ultra cool. Can I can I ask you about uh, European culture? Do you find Europeans to be more sexually liberated than yes. Americans? Absolutely. One yes. thousand percent. One thousand percent. It's not even it's close. I knew you. I should have said yes before you finished. <laughs> it's not, it's not even close. Everybody except here are way more open. It's, it's crazy. Amazing. Right now, if this was if this was in if this was Australia is a gold mine. If this was Europe, it would everybody would be topless. Yeah, but it's beach my, here is different. Yeah, beach here is different. Okay. But I'm just in general, like, just communicating yeah, and engaging. Right. No, you can make yourself at home. It's fine. Yeah, every, people are very guarded here. It's, it's... And there they're like, fuck it, let's have fun. Yeah, man. It's like that in Toronto, too. Yeah, nah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll there's, some, there's some great international cities. Yeah. Shout out to Toronto. We'll talk about Toronto off of the, Yo, the, can we get back to The this? pretentiousness that exists in America sometimes is frustrating. Go to Toronto. We haven't done Toronto together. We have not done Toronto together. I mean, you know, I... I I'm sure we can't do it the way we would have done it in a different point in our <laughs> lives. But I, I do have to go to Toronto. Well, well, we'll make sure you have a good time in Toronto. Yeah. So, hosting future, acting, writing, what's next? What do you want to do? Um, so, I, I just got a brand new show with Juju Smith-Schuster. That's on a, a digital platform called Caffeine. And it's a... Um it's a uh, it's a gamer game, show. Game, yeah, so, show. so Juju invites his celebrity friends on. They play video games. You know, we draw parallels between whatever field that they're in and football or the video game world. Give me an example. And, and, Give us an example. So we had um, we had this guy called Phase Adapt, who's a part of Phase Clan, um, super popular YouTuber gamer, and I was drawing parallels between how how close 
him and the FaZe Clan are to how close Juju and his Pittsburgh Steelers teammates are. Okay. So we talked about that. They all met online, building and forging friendships through the internet, right? So right. like, how how different is like that? Most of us, right? So right. exactly, but no, different for them because they actually have a business together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, it's just different. Crazy. Like they they utilize each other in the way that we will start to utilize each other going forward. Right. In the way that they we probably miss. do mad like Skype calls, YouTube videos. Yo, like it's, they, they live in a house. They all live in a house together. Wow. They live in a big ass mansion uh, in in Toluca Lake. So it's that. So I was like, yo, who do you think is is closer? You and Phase, your Phase clan, because you guys live together. Or the Pittsburgh Steelers who are in the locker room taking showers, butt ass nigga together. Like what? Like how do you? I know and, going so, to, and going to war, going to like, war, kill to be killed every day. So what was the what was the consensus? Uh, that is pretty parallel in a lot of ways. Like they get to see, you know, once the cameras shut off and once the media isn't there, like, you know, it's just you and your guys. And right. so like you know, it's 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 friendship. However, it's forged, it's forged. But once it's solidified, like we are all friends the same way. We laugh, we joke, we make inappropriate jokes, we fucking talk about women. We we talk about the things that we're passionate about so that's football that's gaming that's sports whatever it is like there's just camaraderie all around so with your new show um a story that i really loved is that your son he found out you were hosting the show and he got like super excited not yeah. because you met lebron not because you met gladys knight not because you Kyrie, uh, kd kobe none like none of that he got excited because you were hosting a gaming show and you were able to be around some guy named Phase adapt. Oh, that was phase, yeah, phase, like he's like the Michael. He's like Michael Jordan to my son. So like I Facetimed my son when I was with when I was with Adapt, and he like freaked out. Kid got super. Oh, so the crew is called Phase, and his name is Adapt. Yeah, it's Phase so, Clan. And his name is Adapt. So everybody has Phase at the beginning of the name. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, my son, he was just ecstatic. He's like, Dad, I can't believe you're around somebody so famous, and it it just it's brought us. It's got us closer, man. Right. Because now, as a, it's, so there's kind of a moral dilemma because gaming is so lucrative now. Right. Like on one hand, it's a legitimate career option. It's it a is. viable career option for it's children. A sport. <laughs> but you want kids to like be fucking Go kids. Go outside, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like get some fresh air. But what if he's like a savant? Yeah. Right. No. Like what's the what's the what's guy? The, what's, the, what's the what's the um, uh, uh, the guy who he just got he had a shoe deal and everything. He, they build and then they shoot and oh uh, Fortnite. Fortnite. What was his name? Uh, he was playing Drake like up late one night. I forget I, his I, name. I he just it was hours. he was on the ESPN ticker when he switched from Twitch to a competitor. Like oh, that guy is that yeah. Like these guys are making three million dollars for one tournament. <laughs> I forget his name too. Um, that's that's sad. But he has a shoe deal now. I think with Adidas. Like that's it's a whole different universe. They're selling out arenas. Where people are watching people play video games. That's amazing, and I I, I love that your son got that excited. Also, she love is super bad. Very pretty woman. No cheeks though. <laughs> no buns. I'm trying to talk. I'm trying to segue this into fatherhood and your son. You're talking. That's about how he got dad. here. That's, yeah. That's how he got here. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's that's a fact. Nowhere else. No, it doesn't. She, she had in LA, be like, what the fuck you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love Miami. Love my guys over here. So no, you you're fine. So um, because of that relate your relationship with your son, you said it's gotten um, stronger because of the gaming. I love yeah. that. But I love how you always, I always see you talk about your son. I love how you say you have to go to New York every three. Hi. <laughs> Yo, this it's very distracting Yo. out here. I just want to throw it out there. Um, every every three weeks. Yes. So how important is fatherhood to you now, Man. as opposed to? Maybe it hasn't always been 
as important. I mean, I'm not saying that it wasn't important, but like right now, it's different, man. Why is it? I had my how son. Is it that important? I had my son very young. Right. I had my son when I was 22 years old, and I wasn't worth a damn myself. Right. I had to grow up very quickly. Um, my son, by the way, changed I, my life. I ordered the, I ordered the drink two hours Steph, ago. Just no, I just got it because I asked Steph is complaining. I'm having a very deep conversation. It was a paparazzi. Are you 56? Yo, your step was 56. Please, that is hilarious. <laughs> Yo, they thought Steph Floss was 50 cent and he was getting paparazzi pictures. And that's taken why I didn't get my drink. Yo, that's hilarious. Yo, that's mad funny. That's all. That is amazing. Yo, that is crazy. And they put, yo, you got to do live podcasts from here no, on out yeah. at all the soul houses around the world. This is super yo, that, I know. No, you got to see me with my shirt off. I got the muscles. I got them. Steph is now offering to show his body to other men. No, I don't do it's, that. It's, don't do that, Pause. It's turned left. Things have gone crazy over here. Pause. But no. But, uh, Fatherhood, nigga. <laughs> yeah, so, like... My son is my son changed me, man, because I was I was a, a knucklehead in Atlanta. Um, I had to get a real job with the 401k to provide for my son, and, and um, at the same time, I was a dreamer. So the toughest thing I say about being a parent and being a parent so young is managing two sets of dreams. I had to figure out how to prioritize his and mine simultaneously, and it's hard enough making one set of dreams like come help? true. Um, got it. So for me, man, like. In the last three years since I moved to LA, I'm further from my son, um, distance-wise, but we're as close as ever because now he's able to understand who his father is. And he's gotten older. And his and his and my passion and the thing that drives me. Right. And, and I I provide now with what I do for a living, and he can see it. It's tangible. He pulls up my YouTube channel and shows his friends. He pulls That's up dope. my social media, shows his friends. Like my dad's like he understands that I'm not there because I'm providing for him right. in a way that I couldn't do when I was in New York. And so eventually he moved out to L.A., probably like eighth grade. But um, fatherhood is, is amazing, man. It's a, it's a beautiful experience. That's try it, amazing, try it sometimes. I, no, it's, yeah. <laughs> balls ain't going to do nothing but shrivel up, no, man. <laughs> I mean, how you know I ain't working on it right now? Shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Though? All, right, All right, fellas. It was a pleasure meeting you guys, man. Likewise, Robbie. No, 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 no. We're, uh, I'm in Brickle. I'm staying in Brickle. Yeah, man. What you guys got going on this are you, week? Are you down here for the Super Bowl? Oh, you live? Oh, oh, cool. Okay. Well, shit, man. No, we'll be here every day. Okay. Every day. Every day. Bright and early. Cool. Oh, actually, let me get. Are you guys on social? Yeah. All right. Let me get you. Steph. Steph, aka Fifty Cent. Talk to the people while I give them the information. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about Steph's feet right now. Yo. Yo. Steph has terrible feet. No, I got amazing feet. I just need a pedicure. All right, man. I do need a... Yo, I, I think it's amazing that um, the relationships people have been able to forge, like, as everyone continues to ascend in their career, man, like, I, as a, as someone who's a fan of, of people who are doing good work, just seeing Steph and Mill and, you know, that whole tribe and community, like, continue to ascend, I think is so fire. Whether it's low-key, whether it's Kaz, like... Uh, Cam from uh, Duce Palooza, Rory now being on the Joe Button podcast, man. Like, I'm just so happy to see people that started out are still going. Blogzilla, uh, Gia Peppers, Scotty Bean. There's so many people who are doing dope shit, man. Tracy G. Just good winning. So I heard you in the back, and I was uh, talk, talking about uh, the Joe Button podcast. So a funny story about Joe Button podcast. I was so, once on Joe's podcast. You was? Yeah. All right. So look, it was um, so Maul. I had never met Maul. Like I didn't know who Maul was, right? Yeah. 
And um, I, you know, I had listened to the podcast, but I never, you know, I, I don't think I had seen an episode at the time. So I was in New York for, I think, Fashion Week, and I ended up with, um, shout out to my guy, Vaughn. I ended up with Vaughn. Vaughn Smith? Yeah, yeah. That's my guy. Yeah, so I ended up with Good Vaughn. Good brothers. I ended up with Vaughn, yeah. I ended up with Vaughn at an event. He was like, yo, Steph, meet me here. It was me, Vaughn. Um, Danny? Was Danny there? Danny Victor, yeah, but yep. it was me, Vaughn. I went to high school with Danny Victor oh, as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Danny been rich for a long time. Yeah, he has. Been. Yeah, yeah. Shout, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Danny. But I ended up going to a party with them, and Maul was with us. And um, we were at, I forgot what spot we were at, I think Lavo or something. And um, and something happened at the club where the security, like we were in a section, but the security was being like extra. Extra. As usual. And um, Maul was like, yo, like, like, he got into it with security, like, yo, I'm about to, you know. Then he was like, yo. Yeah, he was like, you know what? Let's let's all just leave before, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm about to go crazy on dude. So we all left. We went outside. You know, it was one of those, all right, pleasure meeting y'all. Boom, boom, boom. And then me and, uh, I think me and Danny or me and Vaughn ended up going somewhere else. But, like, you know, we had kicked it with um, Maul. You know, I was like, oh, I'm like, you dude was cool. I'm like, it was cool. Yeah. And I like that he was, you know what I'm saying, about that action. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I go back home. I, I, you know, I, I finally watch an episode of uh, Joe Bob. You know what I'm saying? And I see, I'm like, hold on. That was That's homie from the Yeah, he's super so cool, So he'd man. be outside. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I met him one time at Beauty and Essex. And I walked up to him on some like, yo, man, I'm a huge fan of the podcast, whatever. And I said, dude was like, you know what I'm saying? You know people be weird. Right, right, right. He was like, yo, I appreciate that fam, dap and all of that. Like, I never, I wasn't going to be like, yo, I know so-and-so and so-and-so. Right, right. But just that interaction alone let me know that he's super solid, man. Like, I fuck with that kind of energy. That's love, man. This is love, by the way. I appreciate you. So, yeah, bro. We were, uh, we were actually supposed to, and we don't have to delve on this, but we were actually supposed, I wanted to, um, so Sunday, I wake up. Um, East Coast time One It's like I can look at the message right now I'll give you the exact time I don't want people to think I'm lying And it was It was weird Because I felt bad But then I think you understood And I think you were like uh, uh, you know. Yeah I was I was so checked out I, um, I text you at uh, I text you I hit you at, I said I'm going to call you For my podcast today Sunday at 1.59pm uh, Which would have been 2 o'clock p.m. Which would have been On the west coast What? 11? Yeah, yeah, 11, no, 11 a.m.? I mean, 10. 10. 10. Because we got the news, we got the news around 10, 11, 20 or something. Like so that. I, I messaged him like, yo, you know, I'm going to call you today for the podcast. And he didn't respond. He usually responds. So I was like, all right, well, maybe he's busy. So I, you know what I'm saying? I'll just wait for him to respond. And then 30 minutes later, I got the Kobe news. Yeah. And we all got the Kobe news. Yeah. And I was like, dang, that's crazy. And... And I, you know what I'm saying, after the morning and the crying and all of that, and I was like, then I was like, I saw you start telling your story about the basketball and yeah. how... Just a crazy day, man. Tell, tell, Just, tell that story. Yeah, so me. I was going to hoop uh, Sunday morning, and uh, the run started at 11. I, crazy. Uh, there's a lot of action going on over here, guys. You can't see it right now, but trust me, it <laughs> is official. So I was going to hoop. Um, I get to, to where I'm parking, I park the car, I get out, pay, uh, pay the meter, go back to put the receipt on my dashboard, and this dude who I thought was homeless is like, hey man, you want this book? And I'm like, you know, it's, LA, it's downtown LA, I'm like, oh shit, here we go. So he's like, you want this book? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, this book, I just finished reading it this morning, do you want it? And he holds it out, and it's the Kobe Bryant Mamba Mentality book. It's a huge book. So I'm like, oh shit fam, thank you, I appreciate it. Take the book. This time, this time, What time is it, Sunday? This is like... 10:57, like on the on the nose. You bring like 10:57. You, you got two of them? Oh, thank oh you so man, much. thank you. Appreciate thank you. you. Uh, <laughs> she said bye, 50 cent. 
so yeah, man, like we go into the gym, the hoop. We're about, we're literally about to check up for the first game, and niggas on the sideline start screaming like, "Yo, yo!" Everybody turn like, "Yo, what's up?" Like, "Yo, Kobe died." Everybody takes their phones out, see the TMZ report. We all literally just sit down, crushed. There's no way. I'm like, there's no way this happened. Crushed, bro. And I can only imagine how I felt in LA. Bro, and, and like we were playing on a court, a Lakers branded court. It was just like, it, it's just super wild, man. And um, obviously unfortunate, obviously devastating news. You don't you don't think that someone like Kobe is, is going to ever die. And certainly not like that. Right. Um, I don't even, I, I cry like a baby, man. I just stopped crying maybe today. Today's might have been the first day I haven't cried about the situation. And it, it's, it's, it's so wild because... I never really knew how much I really liked Love, him. Yeah. And I say that for me because we're yeah, because That's we're sad. from East. We're from Cleveland and we have LeBron. Right. So we we've been championing champion LeBron all of our lives. And you know, for some of us he's a brother, he's a friend right. and you know, family. And but outside of that in the area it's been LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Sure. But there are a lot of people who went, so there are a lot of people who, are, if you're like older than 30 or something, like if you're like over to 30, there was a transition that was made for a lot of people. It was Michael Jordan, and then when Mike retired, you had to uh, kind of figure out where you were going. Some people went Kobe. Yeah. Some people went Iverson. We went AI. Some people went Vince. T-Mac. T-Mac. Somebody went, some people went Vince. You know what I'm saying? But then we had, you know, when Bron came, it's like, regardless of who we're rocking with. Yeah. That's our guy. That's our guy. Yeah. So, like, I didn't really understand how much I really appreciated him until the last couple years. And I think that, I think. In retirement. Uh, yeah. But it was a couple years before the retirement, he became more transparent with his life. Before then. Way more vocal. Vocal. Yeah. His interviews were, like, he was more, like, cursing in interviews or saying whatever. Yeah. Doing, old, was, old nigga yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I like that. I, yeah. I was like, I love it. I love it. I love it. And those past couple years, those couple years before he um, retired, I was like, yo, Kobe, like, I really like this guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, um. And I think that I think it was a Showtime special that he did where he opened himself up to the world and let people know why he was, how he was, and basically the the show was like, yo, he had no his friend was basketball, right? Because he moved around a lot. Yeah, and he's like, that was my only friend, so that's why I take it so seriously. Yeah. So that's why I'm like this about basketball. That's why I'm like this about being in the gym, and that's who I am. And I was like, yo, now I understand, bro. A level of focus that should be broken down and studied someday by a PhD like like his level of focus and anything that he wanted to do whether it was you know the um, you know film and, and, and short films and the Mamba Academy like seeing that vision all the way through like the guy is just the guy was it doesn't even sound right to say past tense with right. Kobe um, but just just an amazing life man and, and a laser focus someone who we can't emulate it's impossible to be Kobe Bryant. Right. Like, we're, I'm setting my ways. Right, like, right, I'm fucking, right, I'm in my 30s. Like, right. I'm, I'm not going to be the mama mentality. Right, 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 right. right, right. All the way through. But there, I can, if I can have, like, a fraction of the focus and discipline that that, that man had and displayed, yeah. I will get so much further in life. Yeah. Just a fraction, man. It was, it was amazing watching his journey. And then 2016, when he retired, his, um, some of you guys may, you know, follow me on IG or Twitter and all of that. You've seen his story, but, um... I remember uh, I hit up Jim Ice. Shout out to Ice. Ice, the legend. So Kobe, Kobe was making his, 
he was making his uh, farewell tour. And I was like, yo, he was giving his jersey to different people in different cities. I think I, I might have jumped out there to ice like, you think I said, <laughs> he, he's probably going to give it to LeBron, right? Or the shoes. I'm like, I need something, man. So we laughed about it. And then I said, you know what? As opposed to me getting something from him, let me you give him, him something. Yeah, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? So that's I was dope. like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, the um, our pregame um, yes. playlist, all the music we play pregame, I'm going to do it, um, you know, for him. So I, I, I looked up all of his favorite songs ever, and it just happened to be a bunch of West Coast songs. So I played. Word? Yeah. How, do you, how do you find that? Like, who, like it's a Kobe Bryant well, playlist? It's a Spotify. couple things, though. So um, Google is one thing, and then another thing is... Um, Shout out to my my good uh, friends over at Nike. You know they've been uh, they, friends they, of the program. Yeah, yeah friends, okay. of, the, friends okay. of the program. No <laughs> pun intended. Um, you know they know him well, and they gave me some you know heads up. And then I was like, yo, he rapped and he was on features, so I'm gonna. Play you didn't play the Kobe Bryant versus. Oh, did. that's so dope. So I remember I remember so playing dope. one of his uh, songs, and he he was on the court. And I think he heard the West Coast songs already, yeah. but then when he heard his song, he knew what it was. And you can see him get excited. <laughs> and I think Ice might have sent me a video like, yo, Kobe knows. Yo, like, yo. Why don't you tear up. Then, yo, ah, that's so amazing. And he was like on the court, blah, blah, blah. And then so after that, I went um, after the pregame. I was like, I see he's hyped, but he do, he doesn't know. You know, and I've met he him before. Right, yeah, yeah. And, but I've met him in environments where I know he's not going to remember mm -hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Two Kings dinners and, you know what I'm saying? And um, so I went down there like I think around halftime, and he just happened to be shooting around, and I'm like, "Yo, Cole!" And he he turned around, came and walked up to me, and I was like, "Yo, that was me, DJ." Yeah. He was like, "Oh man," he was like, "Yo, that was so much love, man. Thank you." Boom, boom, boom. That's fine. So after the after the um. After the game, I got a bunch of people messaging me like, yo, Kobe just shouted you out on TV. Bro. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's crazy. And they showed me the link, and he was doing his press conference, and they were asking him about the love in Cleveland. And he was like, yo, I just love playing here, man. It's always so much love here. He was like, even today with like the DJ playing like all West Coast music for me and all of yeah. this. And, and my mom was at that game. And my mom don't come to many games, but mm. she wanted to meet Kobe. And, and I'm like, I could probably make this happen because right. I'm going to be, you know, in the tunnel anyway you know what I'm saying afterwards so I'm like oh, I'll make this happen so I have my mom after that I have my mom in the tunnel and um, Kobe's walking by and um, he's, you know he's with the security and um, as he's walking by I'm standing right there and um, I didn't even know shout out to Brandon my homie Brandon Clutch shout out to Clutch Sports he was videotaping this whole thing I had no idea Kobe's walking by and we like you know lock eyes and he looks like yo and I'm like, yo, man, thank you for the shout out. And he did this, you know. Did you see the video, Marjorie? Yeah, I saw. It. Yeah, yeah. He did, you know, this appreciative look, and then he kept walking. Then he like stopped and looked back again, like, yo, thank you. Like, then he looked looked back again, and the last look back, I don't know if you know you could tell, but I say like, Cole. And then I'm like pointing at my mother, like nobody could see that, but right. I'm like pointing at like my mom wants to meet you. Like I'll be back there, and he was like, cool. We went back there. He met my mom, talked Word. to her, took a picture with her. Yo, and my mom, wow, like, my man. mom is so crazy. Love my mom. Ma, I love you, but she's crazy. She complained this past holiday. My father was in town. You always taking your father to games. You don't never take me to games. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I took you to you met Kobe, Kobe last game. Yo, my mom is like that. I'm like, I did the Gladys night. She was like, you, you, how come you never do anything for me? I'm like, I paid for a whole ass flight for you to come out here. <laughs> like, you met Gladys Knight. Like, you performed. Like, what? What? what, what? 
Like, what are you talking it's, it's all about what you can do, Yo, what you did for me lately. lately. What have you done for me lately, for sure? But I was I was so happy that I was able to get that moment. And then at that time, I'm not going to say I was never a fan growing up. You know, you're going to be a fan because of, of his greatness and all. But at that moment, when Bron, I was able you were, to... You're yeah. Team Bron. At that moment when I did that, I was... I was a, like a super fan at that point. It felt great. Yeah. And I was like, so I, I, I'm glad that, and a lot of people had those moments with him, whether they're in his last few years or whatever, that they were able to give him his flowers. So he got a lot of flowers before uh, he got about it. I'll be honest, man. So I, I, um, I crossed paths with Kobe one time when I was still working for the Wizards. His last year, 2016, they played, the Lakers came, played the Wizards. And somehow they, they beat the Wizards as well. You gotta ask John, I gotta ask John about that. I still don't know how the <laughs> niggas lost that game, man. They were up. Kobe, Kobe was cooking Otto Porter. When oh. I say he was slow roasting OP, I mean like, oh my god, it was it was nasty, bro. It was nasty. And when the game was over, they won, come back. He's in. The, I'm in my dressing room. I come out. Kobe's walking by. He's super excited because they just won. He's like pumped up, like he just won a championship, wow. which is crazy in the tunnel, right? <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I gotta ask. I got it's the last time. I'll probably like, you know what I mean? I'm like, right. oh, cool, cool. Can I get a picture? And he looks at me with like the fuck out of here. And then he's like, yeah, I'll be right back. He never. I, now and I waited in the hallway, like <laughs> like Will Smith waited for his dad. I'm like, he, he's gonna come back. He's gonna come back. And he never and he never oh, came back, man. man. But I just to see the jubilation in that moment, like. He really just cared about winning, bro. Right. Like that was his prime objective to be that happy to beat a a, a Wizards team in a regular season right. in like January. Right. Like right. he was right. like, right. Pumped. Right. he and they were sorry as fuck, right. but he was just excited, man. I was like, oh shit, but he cooked Otto Porter ass. One thing that I took from all of this, we all like fans of sports. We we take it so seriously for whatever reason, and it is what it is in sports. We take things seriously, but we. And I say collectively, because I'm speaking for fans, but we've been putting, um, we put LeBron and Kobe against each other oh my for God. years. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. That, that's terrible. That's, that's for years. For no like, reason. We put them up against each other for years. And it was, it was so fulfilling before he passed to see him and LeBron. Yeah. Like that and, and, and like all of this, like his last tweet, his last IG post was like a passing of the torch, torch. Uh, you know, oh, in some sorts. Um, and it, like like that, and I was just like, yo, that's crazy. Like we, people put these guys against each other, who the best are, and they're like, they love each other. Yeah, man. And like, we're just, no, he's better than him, he's sorry, he's horrible, he can't mess with him, blah, blah, blah. And they're, they're yeah. like. And we, and, and you know what? We I mean, did it's a natural a, thing. We did this a little bit last night, right? right. Like we talked. We oh were, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were we talking yeah, sports, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. And, and sometimes, man, like, we want to be so right about the things that we're we have conviction about, right. that we do it at the expense of uh, potentially talking down on someone else's else. accomplishments. Right, right. And I want to be to more. To a point, when we do it, we gotta say, like, "Listen, I'm not talking down." Yeah, on Yeah, like right I got to throw out the disclaimer. Um, but we we did do that a lot. Yeah. I do wonder though, right? As somebody who's a part of Bron's uh, internal circle, hey man, hey, you hey, hey, Chase, come on, man. I, I, I want to ask, like, so was that ever, was there a moment you think when Bron was very competitive about overtaking Kobe like Kobe was Mike? Was that something that he was, like, he he, he talked about at all? I don't think, I don't know. Well, that's, that's not, not something he ever talked to me about. Okay. And I don't, honestly, the way Bron is, I don't think there was ever a moment where he really felt like that. I think he really, like, he's the guy that, that like, lets the game come to him okay. and I think he's confident enough in his skill and his skill set to know that 
like anything that he wants to do that he'll accomplish it at some point i don't think he's egocentric enough to be like yo kobe's three I got to get to three by any means. Okay. If I got to shoot this ball a hundred times, Kobe score 81, I'm going no. Well, well, not that, but just to be widely regarded as the best. Like, I'm like, I, I, do you think that there was a moment when he was like, yo, I want everyone to know that I'm better than Kobe Bryant? Because out the gate, Kobe was like that with Mike. Yeah, yeah. So I'll say this. I don't think that there was ever a, um, and like I said, he never told me that, and I don't think there was a, ever able a, um, and an intense feeling like that, but I do recall that everyone probably recalls that interview in the, in the, I think, I forgot what finals it was, but it was in Golden State, and um, someone, um, I forgot what the question was, but he made a remark, and his answer was, because I'm the best basketball player in, in the, the world. world. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that's so that fact, he, though. He know, yeah, he know, like, he knew it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, not that it takes away from the greatness of anybody else in the league, whether it's Kobe or anybody else, but that when I heard him say that, I was like, "Yo, this is what I've been trying to tell everybody for." for like, years. it was just, it was that was dope, but I don't think there was, I don't think there's ever been a, a, like a vindictive or I gotta be better than Kobe or okay. like it's just I just want to be the, the best. best player I can be, gotcha. and if it happens to be the best player in the world. Then that would have, man, that man loved Kobe. Yeah. That man loved, like, I, I saw it with my own eyes. Like, that man loved Kobe, man. Him, D-Wade. And, like, like yeah. it was, it's so crazy because when that happened, he was the first person I thought about. He was the first person I thought about in Because the two, night before, it's two, like. Two-fold. First person, three-fold. First person I thought about, because I'm like, dang, he just passed Kobe, this and that. I'm like, I know he loves Kobe. And... I know this is killing him, mm -hmm. and and the third one was like, yo, whew. like I don't even want to say it, but you know, like I'm, yeah. I'm just like, man, like and, and I just and I had like I just hit I just hit Brian up, maybe what's today, Thursday, Thursday. I just hit him yesterday. I just hit him up for the first time. Me, yeah. like I hit a banner because I knew his phone was gonna be blowing up, and I just told him like, you know, we like. We love you guys, send our love. I know his phone's going crazy, but I just want to let you know that we love you. We're praying for you guys, the entire family, the whole family and all of that. Like, we love you. Yeah. But, um, you know, after you know after he made a statement, then, you know, he went to Bronny's game. I know he was, you know, in a, uh, a more... A better mood. A better yeah, mood, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just sent him a text yesterday, right before my flight here, and just told him, I love you, bro. I just told him, like, I love you, bro, and that was it. He hit back, like, love, bro. And I'm like... Yeah. And I, you know what I'm Can't saying, like he, he, and I could tell he, you know, it was a lot of exclamation marks with the love, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So I know he was, but sometimes, man, you just gotta let your friends know you love, you love them, them, man. Yo, I'm and I'm about to, I'm going to start being more adamant about that, right? Yeah. And, and and I'm pretty good at just checking on people behind the scenes, yeah. like the Twitter shit, the social media shit, like all that shit looks cool. Right. But I'm a, I'm a fan of hitting someone direct. Right. Yo, how you doing? You right. good? Yeah. How's your spirit? And I'm gonna just take it I up another notch. I do good with that. I gotta be better with it. I also have to be better, and this is me being very transparent. I have to be better with that with family too. Mm. Like I have mm. to be, you know what I'm saying? I I'm have not to, good with that. I don't have, I, I haven't talked to my dad in over two years. See, I have to be better. We all have to be better. And it's, and it's crazy because it's always, it seems like there's always a situation like this with Kobe where something happens with Nipsey. Everyone's like, yo, we gotta, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at some point, that goes away. Like, we can't let that go away. We gotta, you know what I'm saying, continue with sure. the, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, but yeah, rest in peace, um, Kobe. 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 Rest in peace, Gigi. Rest in peace. Right, man. The 
everyone else that lost their lives. That's crazy. It's, it's it, that's it doesn't sound right at all. It doesn't, man. And you know what? Like people pass, and Kobe's passing was traumatic. Gigi's passing, I think, is the thing that that's, takes it over. The, like from from I bad to the worst thing I could possibly have heard. I haven't seen him without her in maybe two years. Bro. I had, it's, it got to the point, I forgot the man had other daughters. Other ch- <laughs> like, I thought she was the oldest. Because Natalia, I think Natalia's yeah, the oldest. And I, didn't, I, I didn't think, I forgot about her until he posted her for his birthday. Bro. For her birthday the other day. I'm like, oh, we do have a 17 year old. What a, what a sad they story. They were best friends. What a sad story, man. And um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm 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 glad that we were able to witness Greatness. that, and he was able to um, affect as many people's lives as he affected, and um and and whatever aspect. Shout out to all my family on the West Coast. Uh, shout out to my guy Hit Boy, especially man. So, like I know guys on the West Coast that love, love Kobe. Love bro, Kobe. Like, grew up like that's like like yo. He's I mean he was the Magic Johnson for this generation. Right. Like you know how enigmatic Magic Johnson was and yeah. how endeared endeared he was to the community. Like. Kobe was that, but for 20 years, we got to see this guy go from from 17 to 30. Like somebody brought up a great point. Everybody in the league is basically it's Kobe's league because there's no like. I mean, there's like Ron, but he's in his 17th season. Right. Really, like that Jordan was like Jordan was like our guy, but like everybody else grew up looking up to Kobe, Kobe, bro. Like grew up like Devin yeah. Booker. I've had conversations with Devin Booker. I'm telling Mike, why you don't play in bronze, man? He like, man, I love the Kobe's, man. I gotta play in Kobe. Kobe. Tobias Harris, same yeah. way. Like, that's his guy, man. There's because Shout he out was, to Trey, Trey, like yo. Trey Lyles, love Kobe. Trey, Trey, Kobe won left, hit sixty against, against the Utah yeah. Jazz on Trey Lyles. Didn't on, he get, you busting Trey Lyles. Stop doing that. Shout out to my guy Trey. But Trey, you Trey, Trey is a super Kobe fan. So shout out to Trey. Oh, well, but I, I, I can tell because he gonna let that man give him the drugs. Well, stop it, man. <laughs> but like everybody in the league right now is, is he, Kobe's league. He was. I mean, and 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 Bron has has pieces of it, but really Kobe is the last person that was cut from that cloth. Right. Right. Like Westbrook has it a little bit. A lot of bit, but doesn't what do you have mean the cloth. The, the cloth of like, I'ma kill you, nigga. Oh god. Like I'ma I'ma kill you. Like we not dapping up. We between these. It's like it like it's a. There was a, a tenacity that Kobe had, and an artistry, and when you marry the two, you get something that has only been switching. seen one other time. And I, I think that was in Jordan, man. Like it's just something. There was just something different. Just something different about Kobe, man. That he he took MJ's DNA, and. Um, he brought it to millennials. You know what I'm saying? He's, he, it was a millennial. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just sad, man. He fucking dated Moesha. Like, I mean, went to prime water. He like, was in Destiny Child's videos. It's crazy. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, rap songs. Like, he had a bald head. All that. He had a bald head in high he school. he went with the, with the fro. The How, baby yeah, fro. like, that's like Onyx. That's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like he was there. Like, he was a, he was a, I think that Kobe... And AI, of course, yeah. were the two people who well, intertwined and integrated hip hop culture and basketball that, culture. No, it's definitely AI. When it comes to that, it's AI's league and 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 Kobe's as well. If you look at all everybody in the league right now, their products of Allen Iverson, for sure, Tat, tatted up hip hop. The dress code has to change because of AI. And guess what? Not a dress code. I haven't. There is really no dress code anymore. I mean, everybody just gets fly yeah. with whatever they. Do. But like, 
AI like for sure. But in '96 though, like two young guys entering the lead as, as league as Jordan is, you know, what I'm saying still at the top at the pinnacle, but slowly transitioning out. Right, right. Like those are two guys who Thanks. were young, energetic, charismatic. You have a pen? And they were doing things uh-huh. within within culture, bro. Like we got to see them when we watched television. We never got to see Mike. I never saw right. Michael Jordan on, on, on right. the Cosby Show. Right, right, right. I yeah, never yeah, saw yeah, Michael right, Jordan right. on Fresh Prince of Bel Air or Martin Mike on a Gatorade commercial. That's it, man. They, like they they seemed like they were one of us. You know, you know what right, I mean. Right, like right. they just seemed a little a little bit more accessible than than Mike was. Right, much more accessible. As and him. well, Kobe, but Kobe was still distant, right? right he yeah. was still distant. But there's just there's just elements of of the culture that he represented so subtly, and it was just like even like the Kobe those campaigns like right, were right. super hip hop. That wasn't Jordan's lane. Right, right, right. Kobe, no. Bryant, Slam Dunk, yeah. Giant, outplayed the Kobe. Son, don't, don't try, try it. it. Like, <laughs> shit like that, man. Like. The whole the whole marketing plan. It's just Kobe. Yeah, yo, you feel me? Kobe. Somebody said, I wonder if Kobe ever shot a uh, ball a uh, piece of paper to yeah. a basket. Said me. Yeah, Kendrick Perkins was wild and talking about. I want to go outside and shoot fadeaway <laughs> jumpers. <laughs> My nigga, please. <laughs> yo, Kendrick. Yo. Yo, with that being said, Kendrick Perkins what? broke no. up the Oklahoma City Thunder. Right, One day we're gonna talk We gotta wrap this up because <laughs> right? yeah, we'll be out here talking. Yeah. Yo, man. They chose Kendrick Perkins over James Harden. They could have had the, they could have amnestied Kendrick Perkins. I don't think they necessarily chose him. They chose to give him the money that was, should have been reserved for James Harden. But they, that's a different podcast. They, needed a, different they needed a fierce big man at the time, they thought. So where was he? <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. This is our third Friends of the Program podcast and our first live one at Soho House, Soho, Miami. Beach Super Bowl week with my Japanese homie, wow, Rodney Rakai, my Sengalese brother. Yes, me sir. Brother. We're out of here, man. Hey, hey, hold on, and thank you for joining us, Chase. Is it Chase, right? It's Chase. What are you, you. What are you drinking over there? Water. Chase is not saying anything. Chase is not saying anything. Goodbye, guys. <laughs>